Edesi medo zohechi e wunu oemide Aizizero kome zuera jeton Ukweto liku yo akweme vimo mano Hello, this is Afropop Worldwide, and I'm Georges Collinet. Today we take you to Benin, a small francophone country in West Africa for Benin Roots Alive. We will travel from Abome to Cotonou to meet the creative musicians who transform traditional music into roots pop and Afro jazz, catch up with a living legend, Sagbon Danielou, in the capital, Porto Novo, Meet Norberka, a popular singer at the home of her patron, His Majesty Unon Beumbeza, a Vodun priest, and much, much more. Let's start in the small dusty town of Abome, the ancestral heart of the mighty Dahomey Kingdom. It is two o'clock in the morning, and yet, Hundreds of people are packed into the bleachers of a soccer stadium, eagerly awaiting the arrival of the star of tonight's show, Alevi. He arrives dressed in brilliant white cloth. Known as the Prophet, Alevi is an extremely popular singer of Toba Agnier, a traditional music style. We are live at the release concert of his new album, Kuhunu. The crowd hangs on every word, singing along, laughing and cheering when big men climb the stage and shower the singer with crisp CFA bills. It's actually misleading to call this kind of music traditional because individual artists constantly transform the styles by changing rhythms, adding or subtracting instruments and always writing their own compositions. This roots music is extremely popular. Artists sell thousands of CDs and DVDs of music videos, pack stadiums for concerts and frequently appear on national television. Walking the street of Cotonou or Abomey, you can hear recordings of local roots music everywhere, in the mix with Pan-African modern pop music like Congolese and Nambolo. Nigerian pop. And local Beninua salsa. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
then you hear this. <laughs> That's Zangli, a very complex rhythm traditionally played for the kings of Dahomey. Abomey is alive with fond history and culture. Most of the houses are large red earth compounds, often painted with the symbols of the 14 kings who ruled in succession from 1600 to 1900. The line was broken by French colonization, but an unofficial king sits on the throne today and all the descendants of the royal families are still honored. In fact, each household in Abomey is considered a collectivity, governed by a chief, an official head of house who answers to the king. These days, the royal Zinli rhythm is popular music. The singer Alec Peanu is renowned as the king of renovated Zinli. We're hearing a track from his 35th album. Now, that's what I call prolific. Listen to everything that's going on in that music. Well, while roots pop artists like Alec Pernou and Alevi do quite well with local audiences in Benin, well, their music doesn't easily translate to an international market. It would be difficult for an American or European to understand this music and even listen to it, says Fifi Finder an award-winning arranger for many popular artists in Benin. He works to modernize traditional rhythms in order to appeal to a global audience. We haven't yet sufficiently promoted our rhythms, our melodies. For our music to be accepted elsewhere, we need to mix what is going on abroad in terms of harmony and melody with our local rhythms. It makes a beautiful fusion, in any case. <laughs> Let's hear an example of what Fifi means, a modernized Zinli from Don Metok, arranged by Fifi himself. Le 
Fusion indeed. That was Don Metoc with Hokpo. I'm Georges Collinet with Benin Roots Alive on Afropop Worldwide. <laughs> One of the most popular albums in Benin at the time of our journey was Mebada from Rico's Campos. That album has both Congolese style music like this. And the roots pop style Gangan, which uses Yoruba Dundun drums as well as Western drum set, with songs in Fong, Hun, and Yoruba. It was the Gangan tracks that we heard everywhere, playing on the radio in a packed communal taxi near the Togo border, or blasting at the late night drinking spot in Abome. Je suis un 
Campos. The Yoruba cultural influence often overlooked in Benin is especially strong in the southeast, near the border with Nigeria, but Yoruba cultural traditions are maintained across southern Benin. In Cotonou, we visited the recording studio of Fidel Bolariwa Abiala, aka Jababa, an artist originally from Nigeria. My name is Jababa. And I'm a, I'm a musician, I'm an artist playing Afro-Jazz. I'm taking all kinds of African music, especially from Benin and Nigeria, and uh, try to put a lot of jazz notes on it to let it sound internationally for everybody, everyone to listen to. Let's hear a recent song from Jababa, Onimoto, which uses Yoruba bata and dundun drums, as well as Western instruments.
Jababa also produces a number of young artists, including a new group called Iboku Bende, which we had the pleasure of recording live in Jababa's courtyard. That's jamming. The rhythm that Iboku Bende used for this song comes from a vodun music called Agbeung. We recorded Agbeung in Wida, a small town on the coast that was once the center of the transatlantic slave trade in Benin. These days, Wida is a UNESCO World Heritage Site and an important center of vodun. Vodun is a complex West African religion that is so broad in scope, so adaptable and embracing of mystery and diversity, that it is impossible to define. But it includes worship of local and foreign gods, ancestor veneration, healing arts, divination, trance and spirit possession, and amazing music, of course. Santeria and Arara in Cuba, Vodou in Haiti, and Voodoo in New Orleans are all connected to these ancient practices. But Benin is one of the only places on earth 
where Vodun worship is not only widely accepted, it is actually officially celebrated. Since 1997, January 10th has been a national holiday, the Festival of Vodun. In January 2015, we visited Ouida for the 22nd edition. The small sleepy town was alive with drums and crawling with tourists. On the beach, adepts from various shrines gathered to make a public performance of their music, dance, and certain rituals. You're hearing music for Gambada, a spirit known for expediency and problem-solving. On the beach, Gambada was visually represented by small wooden statues placed inside white chalk lines on the hot sand. As the drummers played, a hunon, or vodun priest, placed burning cigarettes in the mouths of the statues, and half-naked adepts spun into trance while tourists snapped photos as fast as they could. Most of the roots music and Afro-jazz in Benin is derived from Vodun music in some way. Though some styles are more directly connected to Vodun than others, as we will hear. Along the dusty, unpaved road from Ouida to Cotonou, we came to the village of Pau and the multi-story mansion of His Majesty Unongbeumbeza, a major Vodun priest and well-known patron of roots music. He invited us over to meet his favorite singer, Norberka. Norberka says, I'm an artist, a singer of traditional music from Benin. I dance as well, and I play percussion. But before we go further, let's hear a track from Norberka of her recent album, Ganchejo. Yeah. 
That was Norbeka with Mince. In Benin, it's unfortunately quite rare for a woman to succeed in roots music as a singer, let alone as a drummer. Especially for the Zinlik Bete, because women do not play that drum, Norbeka says. When a man gets on that drum and plays for at least 45 minutes or an hour, excuse me, but when he needs to urinate, there is nothing but blood. So it's difficult for a woman to play that drum for 45 minutes or an hour. But I do it because I'm devoted to it. His Majesty Beun Beza is someone who encouraged me. He said, no, my child, go ahead. When I get on that drum, I'm at ease. The style that Norbeka is known for is Zinlik Bete, a different style of Zinli from the Mono region in southwest Benin. Before Norbeka, it was purely a traditional Vodun music. Zinlik Bete was a hidden rhythm, she says. It was a rhythm that was played at funerals, not for making people dance. But we hope that with Zinlik Bete, we can make all of Benin dance. As we talked, His Majesty Unongbeunbeza reclined on a couch nearby. Norbeka let us know that without his blessing, well, she could not have recorded Zinlik Bete. In fact, it's his rhythm. The Vodun adepts can dance our Zinli because it comes from the shrine. But the big man, like Unombe Umbeza, they improved it a bit. They didn't want it to be played in the same manner as they played for the shrine. They added a bell here, a rhythm there, so that the Vodun adepts wouldn't say, we played it in the same way. Later, Unong Beumbeza added his own take on the process of transforming Vodun music for commercial purposes. La musique 
Traditional music, our songs, our rhythms, it's completely true that they come from the shrines. I don't call that traditional music. I call it the music of our indigenous sonorities. We frequently have to modernize the tradition. I take my indigenous sonorities, I work with them, I bring them to the market, I try to bring value to my culture, my tradition. As a traditional priest, I should support, sustain these artists, so that the memory of my ancestors will not be lost. Hmm. Wise words from Uno Beunbeza, an important Vodun priest and patron of the arts. Coming up, we head to the big city of Cotonou and the capital of Porto Novo to meet some of the biggest stars of roots music. Be sure to visit afropop.org for more of our interview with Norbeka, an exclusive mix of roots pop from Benin, photos and more. I'm Georges Collinet and you're listening to Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. <laughs> On the way east from Pau, we reached Godume, a busy suburb of Cotonou. We dropped by the rehearsal of an artist born into a Vodun tradition, who took the music in another direction. They call me Vifant. I'm a Beninois singer. I sing a lot of Vodun music. I sing Vodun themes overall. I base my music on a lot of rhythms from my homeland, especially Sapata. I come from a family who are custodians of that Vodun. In my family, we have our Sakpata. Sakpata is the Vodun of smallpox, disease and the earth, and one of the most revered and feared Vodun in coastal Benin. Vifant writes his own compositions based on the themes and singing style of Sakpatasi, the adepts of Sakpata. Vifant says they sing like that. These songs emit vibrations ah, that put you in a trance. So the melodies and the themes that I sing are from Sakpata. But I bring European elements, blues, jazz, all the sounds that I hear from abroad to create that fusion. Sans 
Produced by the ubiquitous Fifi Finder. Arriving in the bustling city of Cotonou, we visited Les Frères Guitengue, four brothers from the same father, Sosa Guitengue. May he rest in peace. Sosa was a highly influential Vodun priest, partly responsible for the establishment of the annual festival of Vodun. Les Frères Guidengue are big stars in Benin and neighboring Togo, and they base all their music on Vodun rhythms and themes. I 
We recorded that a cappella performance of Omeza Kisa by Les Frères Gitangue live at their home in Cotonou. The meaning of the song? Well, the broom doesn't ask permission of the owner of the room before sweeping. Hmm, mysterious. We asked Pertin, one of the brothers, about the Vodun roots of their music. Tout le temps, il y avait des animations, rituels, des cérémonies dans notre maison. Tout le temps, donc. Growing up, he says, there were always ritual performances in our house, all the time. So, like that, it imposed itself on us. And after a time, well, we realized that we had become the best percussionists, the best singers in the shrine. Mais pour nous, ce n'était pas de la musique. Vous voyez, bon, parce qu'on ne voyait pas ça comme musique. But for us, it wasn't music. We didn't see that as music. C'était du folklore, quoi. Comment on peut... Because for us, it was folklore. How can we call ourselves artists and still play the drums of the shrine? Well, the brothers have come a long way since then, cementing their popularity by establishing their own unique, aggressive style of roots pop based on the rhythms and legends of Vodun. Yehwe, a song from Les Frères Guedangue, recent album Alaja, features none other than Sagbon Danielou. You may remember this master musician from our program Benin Transforming Traditions. He was the first popular musician to modernize Vodun rhythms. Let's hear their collaboration. <laughs> That 
That was Les Frères Guédingué, featuring Sadboan Danielou. Well, today you're in for a treat. We had the honor of visiting Sadboan at his home in Porto Novo, the capital of Benin. He served us a three-course meal. We talked about everything, from Carlos Santana to the cotton industry of Benin, and he played his guitar and sang for us. A very special, rare experience indeed. Sagboan is responsible for modernizing the caca rhythm from the Porto Novo region. It is traditionally played with sections of bamboo. Well, we wanted to know just how he did it. It was my parents that played caca, Sagboan told us. It is a rhythm of revolt, a dry rhythm with no melody. Well, I started with caca first, but when I reached a certain level with caca, there was gangbo, which is played with bells, just bells. Gangbo et caca, ça fait cacabo. Gangbo plus caca makes cacagbo. C'est là je fais les deux, je fais les les cloches. So I did the two together. The bells make the melody. The caca makes the rhythm. That's how I created it. That's history from the mouth of Maestro himself. Let's hear a Kagagbo song, Commerce Triangulaire, in which Sagboan talks about African complicity in the transatlantic slave trade. Wow, that's a powerful stuff from a true living legend, Sagboal Danielou. You can find more of our interview and anecdotes about our time with Sagboan at afropop.org. Sagboan's music is just as powerful when it's just him and his guitar, accompanied by some impromptu backup vocals from a few of his musicians who are hanging out. Here he is, live from the patio of his house, recorded by Afropop Worldwide.
Sagbon Danielou recorded live at his own home in Porto Novo in January 2015. We were invited to meet Sagbon thanks to one of his musicians, Martial Arwanjinou, 
who is also the trombonist and musical director for the world-renowned Gangbei Brass Band. Thanks to Martial, we also recorded Gangbei live at their spacious rehearsal room in an art gallery in Cotonou. Here is Fiamide, a song from their upcoming record, Go Slow to Lagos. Excellent. You can always count on Gangbei to bring exciting jazz arrangements to traditional rhythms. We also visited another groundbreaking new group in Cotonou, Wood Sound, led by drummer Bonaventure Didolanville. 
This experimental group uses five percussionists, guitar and bass. We recorded their rehearsal in the courtyard of the Didolanvi family compound, while children crowded around to watch the matriarch chopped onions and the patriarch, an acclaimed roots singer himself, looked on with approval. It's a group that dreams of touring the entire world, says Bona. So we are working very hard on the project. We are giving our all for the project. Well, we wish would sound the best, and we expect to be hearing more from them in the future. Our time in Benin is drawing to a close. But before we go, let's head north, back to Abome, to check out another kind of popular roots music, Chinkume. Surprisingly, Chinkume has absolutely no connection to Vudun religion or culture, at least according to Wetong Bezawe, a local star of Chinkume in Abome. For the Vodun, it's Abuchebu. It's Adja, but not Chinkume. It's not for the Vodun. There are no Vodun rhythms in Chinkume. Bezawe told us that Chinkume was created in the time of King Pengla in the late 18th century by a man named Adizo from Savalu, a town just north of Abome. After Adizo, there after Adizo, there was a man we call Alokpon, and he's the king of Chinkume. Il a changé beaucoup de rythmes dedans, les gongs, et puis. He changed many rhythms in it, the bells, the shakers, the calabashes, everything. So that's why we call him the king. So that's just one example of how a style of roots pop was created and how it can continue to grow and evolve in the hands of creative musicians. Let's close out our tour with Asuche Wenyi Ajoche by Gbezawe. Asuma 
major support for Afropop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Humanities, the National Endowment for the Arts, and PRI, Public Radio International affiliate stations around the U.S. And please, remember to support your public radio station. Additional support for Afropop Worldwide comes from BRIC, in downtown Brooklyn celebrating world music this April with performances by Fatoumata Diawara, Oliver Mtukudzi, and more. Details at brickartsmedia.org. That's brick, B-R-I-C, artsmedia.org. And Womex, the showcase, marketplace, and symposium on world, roots, and ethnic music, October 21st to the 25th in Budapest, Hungary. More info at womex.com. Big thanks to Sarah Politz, Elodie Mayo, the Nyonlonfun brothers, Sola and Jababa for their help with this program. Visit afropop.org for interviews, a Roots Pop mix, photos from our trip and more. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. And join us next week for another edition of Afropop Worldwide. My Afropop partner is Sean Barlow. Sean produces our program for World Music Productions. Research and production for this program by Morgan Greenstreet. Our chief audio engineer and co-producer is Michael Jones. Additional engineering by Mike Kaplan and Stephanie Lebeau. Benning Air edits our website, afropop.org. Our producer for new media, rice and beans, and everything in betweens is Sam Backer. And I'm Georges Collinet. Public Radio International.